guess I'm doing this. Live from Chep Laboratories, located in parts unknown Pennsylvania. Vinny Paz presents, or should I say Professor Pablo presents, the Broad Street Breakdown. <laughs> Only featuring me, Professor Pablo. Yes, I apologize in advance. There are no special guests today. It's just me. But, and sticking with the script, ladies and gentlemen in attendance, here's Cha-Cha. All right, so I guess you want to know what's going on. Well, I'm going to explain it to you. There's no Paz. There's no OG. It's just me. I'm going off the charts. I'm going off the rails. I'm going rogue. You know what I'm saying? You guys want a podcast, you're going to get one. This might not be the podcast you asked for, but it's the one you're getting. For all you that are uh, Family Guy fans, yep, it's a mega episode. So let me tell you what's going on. Just chilling here at quarantine. Sipping some herbal tea. Get the herbals. Um, yeah, we're going to give you a little something. A little something to do. Occupy your time during this quarantine. Those guys don't want to do an episode. I'm going to do one. You know what I'm saying? We can't get it together. I'm going to give you some. Plus, I feel we need a little bit of quarantine chepness. With the pandemic, I'm going to teach you guys how to live off uh, $5 a day, you know. Some of my stuff's going to be old ones. Some of my chep ones are going to be new ones. But um, I think you guys need it. And I'm going to give it to you. All right. Let's go. What else are we going to talk about? Um, let's do some ads. All right. Vinny Paz has an album out right now in stores. And where albums are streaming. It's called As Above, So Below. Every Joel's a banger. My favorites are I Am The Chaos. The Black Hand. Sicilian Bull. Spill milk with Eamon. When that Eamon sings, I lose it every time. I always go to tears. How much I love that kid. Uh, Eamon, speaking of Eamon, him and Paz have a song, The Ghost I Used to Be. It's featured in the Netflix movie Isa and Azo. I probably said it wrong, but you know the professor. Um, it's a foreign film, but it looks dope. It's on my list of ones to watch. I peeped it for like a minute. Um, it's definitely something up my alleyway. Maybe a little bit later, I'm going to do a foreign film section if, if this podcast continues. Paz doesn't kill me. The OG doesn't kill me. We'll see. Um, what else has Paz got going on? Yeah, that's right. He's got this banger out right now with Iron Sheik called Swordfish. Peep that. The merch store always www.jmtstore.com People always ask, how can I support my musicians? This is how you do it. I mean, I don't make money off this website, but Paz makes money off this website, and he's my meal ticket, so if you want the professor to get free meals, then you gotta go to jmtstore.com and buy stuff, so then it can make its way to me. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate it. Thanks. Social media, Facebook at JMT Music, Twitter at JMT Hip Hop, web at www.jmthiphop.com Wall Street Breakdown, that's us. If you want to go off the uh, the streaming services, you can just go right to our website, www.brawlstreetbreakdown.com. We're also on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, wherever podcasts are streamed. You know where to find us. Watch segments of the show on our YouTube channel. Vinny Paz presents the Broad Street Breakdown. Write reviews, download, and subscribe. We're also talking about Crescent Street Tattoo. That's where we all get tattooed. Crescent Street Tattoo, 4371 Crescent Street, Philadelphia, PA, 19127. That's a maniac. You can find us on the web at www.crescentstreettattoo.com, 215-487-0360. Facebook and IG 
is at Crescent Street Tattoo. Come on in, get tattooed by Jackie Brown, get tattooed by Jordy, get tattooed by Tony Barris, and just have a good time. While you're waiting, you can walk around Manion, get something nice to eat. There's awesome restaurants in Manion. It's a cool little town. Take a nice walk. And lastly, don't sleep on the triumphant return of Outer Space. That's right. They seem to be dropping new songs every week online and on their YouTube channel, Outer Space Hip Hop. You might hear their latest release at the outro. We are in featuring Rod Digger and Blackistan. All right, now that that's out of the way, let's talk about what we're doing here. So, we were planning on doing an episode, like uh, before this pandemic happened. Pass called me up, said it's about time. The OG said I figured out a way to do it. We were all down for the cause. We set a date. The night before the date, I'm chilling on the couch with wifey, trying to get her all drunk and loose. We're pouring some drinks. Next thing I know, I look over, she's asleep, right? Because she worked that day. So I wake her up. I'm like, what's good? And she's like, look, I'm I'm tired, man. I'm out. I'm going to bed. So I'm like, well, I, I missed my shot, you know what I'm saying? But I was like, I ain't going out like that. So I keep, I keep drinking solo, tequila, solo. I go to bed at like 1 a.m. Wifey wakes up. She's got to be at work early. She's, she's out the door by like 6. I wake up at like 7. I ain't feeling too good. So I go to move to go to the bathroom, and the whole room spins, like, twice as much as it usually spins. I damn near fall out of bed, hit the floor. I somehow manage to get myself up, make it to the bathroom, you know, to rest, yakking for beats, all tequila, which then Pablo Chipo's pissed that I just wasted tequila because I didn't digest it now, and now it's all gone. Waste of money. Cheapo. So I make my way back to the back to the bed, chill for a minute, get my bearings together. I wasn't hungover anymore, but the room was still spinny spin. So after about a week, this shit's still happening. I go to the doctor. He says, the shit in your ear is fucked up. The, in, the uh, crystals that are in your inner ear, I call them the flavor crystals. My flavor crystals are fucked. It's got a little vertigo, but it ha- comes and goes. He's like, look, you can reset them, but these jaws, it can't be fixed. You just got to live with it. So that's what I'm up against. So literally that, that morning, I hit a pass and I'm like, look, man. I'm in, I'm in a certain type of way. I can't do the episode tonight. I can't even... The room is still spinning. Never had it like this before. I thought it was just a hangover. But it was it was so much more. So I was all jacked up. Um, and he hits me back. He's like, yo, I don't feel too good either. My stomach's jacked up. And then we hit up Jeff. And we're like, what's good? And he's like, look, I didn't get any sleep last night. I'm jacked up. So we're like, yo, it's an omen. We ain't doing the episode. Forget it. These some bitches are going to have to wait. So we had every intention, I'm telling you, of getting back into the swing of things. And, and do an episode for y'all. Because we miss it as much as you guys miss it. We're, we're, we're chomping at the bit. We got no one to yell at. The other thing that, that went on in South Philly was they put all these bike lanes in. So in order to put these bike lanes in and do this cool thing for these bikers, they took out 150 parking spots in South Philly. So now it's like parking wars to even for residents to find a spot when they come home from work, let alone visitors like myself. And where the OG lives, there's a lot of restaurants. So there's a lot of like, you know, uh, commercial parking, like, you know, for hour parking, hour parking. But even that is out of control. Because, I mean, last time I was down there, it took me, I'm going to say, 40 minutes to find a parking spot. I almost ate it. I was like, yo, I'm going to be out. I'm not, I'm not chilling at the crib tonight. So with that being said, too, that's, that's created another problem for us concerning we record down the OG's house. It's just been a real uh, 
a real bummer, you know what I'm saying? But we're we're gonna get back with it, you know what I'm saying? We are we have plenty of stuff to discuss. And and Paz definitely wants to get back with it. The OG definitely wants to get back with it. Then I see on Facebook just Pazzy saying the professor doesn't know how to do Skype. He ain't gonna be able to get the podcast going. He's an idiot. So I was like, man, he really he really poked a bear on this one. He better look the fuck out. I mean, aside from the crinkling these fucking headphones, I think I'm doing a pretty good job. Um, by the time you listen in, the hum should be gone from this recording. So with the home set up, I think I'm doing all right. And so I said to myself, self, what can I, how can I aggravate Paz to the fullest? And that's to put an episode out behind his back. But you know what I'm saying? He did, he did a couple episodes without me. So I, I feel it's payback. You know what I'm saying? See how he likes it. And, and I'm real curious to see when he finds out. Cause say I posted on a Thursday, he ain't even gonna find out till Monday. That's how off off the off the reservation he is. I bet no, I bet he won't even know. So I'm dying to see. I got I got bets. I got bets with certain people on how long it's gonna take him to figure it out. OG maybe he might you know he he's on social media a lot, so he he might find out sooner than later. I don't even know when the gimmick gang's gonna find out. Your app's gonna find out, and you're not even gonna be looking at this. So it could be like 30 days before you guys figure out my caper. So uh, I'm really excited to see uh, how the OG and Paz react to this. But this is what happens when you give uh, when the prisoners run the asylum. You know what I'm saying? And I'm the head maniac. So we'll see how this goes. I- I'm going to enjoy it. I hope you do too. All right. What else we got going on here? Yeah, my job situation. So yeah, why am I a maniac? Yeah, I quit my job in December. Couldn't take it anymore. Heads were getting crazy. Toxic environment. I'm sure all y'all feeling the same thing out there, trying to do more for less. Um, so I said, yo, fuck it. I had it. I made, I made some money. I squirreled it away. You know how Cheapo does. So I had my money to kill. So I, I've been chilling, trying to do some new stuff now, trying to get into cybersecurity. Um, I was doing p- computer stuff before, but now I'm really trying to focus on cybersecurity. So I've been t- taking courses, passing tests, getting certifications. Um, so now I'm just looking for work right now. And lo and behold, pandemic time ain't nobody hiring so and and employment's at all-time high so i couldn't have picked the worst time to do this shit but i'll move forward you know what i'm saying i'm gonna still do this and uh you don't you don't don't worry about me i don't gotta do no gofundme or nothing i got loot you know how the professor does i got money i'll tell you about that on, on the cheapo tip part and it's a funny thing i've been noticing a lot of heads my age like you know mid 40s um have been doing the same job for 20 years or in the been in the workforce for over 20 years and kind of sick of what they're doing and thinking about trying to do something else, you know, whether it's a different aspect of what the field you're in or it's a new, something new altogether. I mean, I, I was talking to the OG about like opening up a storefront or something, just getting out of computers altogether, getting out of corporate cubicle world altogether, you know, um, just brainstorming on other ways to make a living. Cause like this shit's getting whack, you know, it's just the, the same old shit day in and day out. Um, and, and people just, you know, trying to get more out of you without getting, you know, I mean, I was getting compensated at this job, but usually some, most people are getting screwed over that, over that, you know, they're not even getting any more money f- for the, for the work. Um, but it's definitely something to think about, man. I mean, you you know, you got to invest in yourself and learn something new or try something new and put yourself out there. But I mean, I'm definitely starting to see where, where people are getting sick of what they're doing and they're looking for other, other means to make a living. Um. So if you invest in yourself, you think you got it, man. I mean, I mean, shoot, go for it. I am, and I'm, I'm fortunate. I have a two-income house, so wifey can confront me for a while. I mean, 
complain. We're complaining in the summer. I'm going to be asking heads f- $5, you know what I'm saying? But I should be good right now. Uh, but that's that's like kind of what's going on in the world, I think, man. So we'll see how that goes. I should be working by the summer if I'm not competing with the rest of the freaking unemployed world. All right, and then what else would be going on? Before that, you know, me and the OG chilling at the tattoo parlor all weekend. That's the hangout. That's the spot. I've been, um, I haven't been getting much done because Jackie's been redoing my back. My back was done in 01 and it was faded. And I, I said, Jackie, I want you just to redo the Phoenix. And she goes, she goes, take your shirt off. First she threw up. And then after that, she came over and she's all right. I'm not just redoing the Phoenix. I'm redoing your whole fucking back. Like it's embarrassing. So it's going to be a while. So pretty much every month, all winter, I've been getting a part of my back redone. Um, hurts like a mother. Like, already had the back done. Why am I redoing the whole fucking back? But I'm, that's what I'm doing. Stupid. She didn't do the original back, but she was like, if I'm putting my hands on you, AO, then I'm redoing all the stuff to make it look proper. So, and I'm down for the cause because what she's done already is freaking amazing. Um, OG's been getting more shit on his face. Motherfucker, man. Told him not to, but he, he don't listen to me. But it looks good regardless. His head looks good. Um, Jackie got a freaking uh, snake skeleton around her neck. That looks very menacing. That looks dope as fuck. Jordy did that. Um, Jordy's been getting some hearts and stuff like that done. Um, she also adopted a dog, rescue dog, which is really dope. Um, I think she got the idea from Terrible, our boy Terrible. He's got like a world-famous dog now, Willie uh, Pierogi Platypus. You can find him on IG. Um, Terrible and his girl rescued uh, a pit and that thing was in a bad shape and they fixed it up and, and, and gave it some love and now it's like the best dog in the world and uh, Jordy and her husband were trying to do that too well Jordy's husband picks out this big ass dog and they they let the people try try the dogs out for a week or whatever just to see if it acclimates well and this dog was very rambunctious and, and hostile a little bit so the uh, the rescue shelter said yeah well, you know we've had some complaints about this guy so why don't you bring them back and we'll give you another one or come pick another one out. We don't think it's the safest, the safest place for this dog. So they all agreed and they got this other dog and this other dog's great. This dog Poppy that Jordy and Sasha got. It's a really dope dog. It almost looks like uh, Jordy. They say people look like their pets, but I mean, that's after like 10 years living with their pet. They, these freaking, this Jordy looks like your dog in like day one, you know, it's crazy. So awesome dog. So more than happy for them. Um, and that's what's going on with the crew. That's what's going on with us. Um, I'm going to open up with a new segment. Before we do the cheapo tips, you know, the bread and butter, I'm going to make you wait. You know what I'm saying? That's why they put the milk in the back of the supermarket. you got to walk through all the other shit first before you get to it. They ain't stupid, neither am I. So this is a new segment I'm going to hip you with for all the cinephiles out there. So we don't talk a lot of film on, on the podcast. We do a little bit, but... You know, I, I'm a little, I dive a little bit deeper into film than the other guys. I'll say a little bit. Jeff likes what he likes, and he and he's he's down to talk about and all, but he's not he's not a film buff per se. Um, Paz likes the crazy stuff. Paz likes the stuff that makes you um, get a little emotional. He he likes the shit that makes makes you know makes you think about it for like five years. That's what Paz likes. Um, I kind of like everything. You know what I'm saying? So. But there's things in films that piss me off. That things that they do all the time in film and all the time. And it makes no rhyme or reason. I know it's for to make it understood, to make the story flow better, but it just freaking bugs me. And this is what we're going to talk about. We're going to do a couple. We're going to do a little bit. All right. 
This one's called, the segment's called Hollywood Stupid with the professor. All right, so the first one, and this has been going on since the 80s. The problem I have is, it's this, the first one is teenagers' bedrooms. These set designers can never decorate a teenager's bedroom to what a teenager looks like. You ride with me or what? Ferris Bueller may have had a half-decent one, and that's because the dudes went in and they used the exact one at the dude's house that they rented. The dude said, they said, yo, we're going we're gonna to shoot in your room and we're, don't touch a damn thing. And they were like, all right, for real, for real. That's what these Hollywood people need to do. They need to say to people, take pictures of your of your room. Okay, we're gonna, you know, we're doing a fourteen year old African American girl from Chicago. Twenty years from that demographic, shoot your room. We'll pay fifty bucks, and then send it to us, and we'll mimic that. That's what you got to do. It's that simple. But no, you put these stupid, stupid posters up. These dumb ones that make no sense. The bands no one even heard of or listening to. It's freaking stupid. I mean, it's so easy to do. I mean. Um, the record label, we get we get uh, emails all the time from Hollywood. Yo, we're you know we're doing shooting this movie. We want a JMT poster. What do you have for us? Send us. Dude, we sent it the next day, and we've seen our posters and movies because of that. These people are doing it right. I don't know where these other motherfuckers, Malukes, are doing it from, but nothing's right. It drives me absolutely crazy. Um, not to mention that when they try to do it right, the posters from the wrong generation, or the posters like pristine, like ain't nobody got pristine posters on the wall either. You're putting that shit up. You're putting it with duct, you know, the scotch tape, and then like within a month, they're all ripped up anyway. It's all jacked up. Everyone's got pristine rooms. Get the fuck out of here. Teenagers' bedrooms, absolutely my number one beef with set designers in Hollywood. Absolutely bonkers. Second one, people get offered drinks when they walk in a room. Oh my god, is it drive me crazy? And no one drinks the drink. That's that's the kicker of it all. So the person comes in, oh, can I get you a drink? Oh, yeah, and and they either never get it or they're doing the dialogue while they're making the drink and then they actually never drink it. Oh, my God, does it drive me crazy? It drives me absolutely crazy. Not to mention on the cheapo side, all this water and drink and, and maybe alcohol you're wasting. God forbid, drive me crazy. Um, it also happens at a restaurant. Like if you're eating, if there are two, if the couple's eating, res- eating at a restaurant, and the third person walks in, the antagonist or whatever. They're, oh, sit down, have a drink. Get him a drink. First of all, the waiter is always there. Why the fuck's the waiter? I can never find a waiter when I want one. But in the movies, it's always there. All right, whatever. But then they ask this person for a drink, and the drink never comes. Or it comes right when the guy says, like, well, you know, you shouldn't have married in the first place. And she storms out. And then that drink is not being drunk. Waste. Oh, my God. It drives me absolutely crazy. That one drives me crazy, the drink thing. And especially when they offer the police a drink. When the police come to your door and they want to talk, you ain't getting fucking nothing from me. You're lucky you're getting in the house. I'm not offering you coffee or tea so you can fucking interrogate me. That one, get the fuck out of here on. This one is, uh, let's go the sci-fi route now, shall we? Sci-fi movies. If you're not on Earth, which we call terror, if you're not on terror and you talk about time, you can't talk about time on Earth as Earth time. Meaning, three days on Earth isn't three days on Mars, isn't three days on Saturn. That's not how it works. And I see time after time these, these motherfuckers talk about that shit like that. It's not even right. I'm not a science major. I'm not a college graduate, and I even know that time is different on different planets. 
on our planet, we base our time on the revolutions of the Earth, how Earth revolves around the sun, and how the moon revolves around us. That's how we gather time. No other planet in the universe, as far as I know, does that. So you can't gauge time that way. Also, 2020 is not the actual 2020. They got that number out of thin air, based on Jesus' death anyway. This isn't the 20th, 1020th year that the Earth has been in existence. The whole number's made up. Get it? You can't talk like that. You can't say three days, three months, or whatever. It's, it's stupid. Absolutely stupid. Another off-planet sci-fi movie problem is when they say, like, oh my god. These aliens. Why would an alien say that? Why would a space person that's been traveling in space their whole life say, oh my god. You might be worshipping a different type of entity, but there's no way you're saying it like we say it. Like, why can't you edit this script to figure this shit out? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're putting all these other Easter eggs in and continuity stuff to visually make this movie look good, but you're going to say, oh my god. Um, and, and annoying. And also, in a sci-fi movie, when you're on planet, when you're on terror, and they say, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. It's a sci-fi movie. It's mostly talking about other stuff, other planets, and, and, and Jesus is referenced. I mean, at this point, aren't you, don't you know that this ain't happening? Like, there's other, there's other life forms. Are they worshiping Jesus? Probably not. So this is the bunk. So why are you saying that in your lexicon? I don't, I don't know why you're, why you're doing that. Get that out of there. Oh my God, Jesus Christ, gotta go from sci-fi movies. Unless it's a movie about the, the, the tenth coming of your, our, your Lord and Savior. All right, let me relax a little bit. The telephone. Nobody's saying hello, goodbye. Now, ain't nobody talking on the phone anyway. It's all text, so I get, I get that a little bit. But the no hello, goodbye, oh, it drives me crazy. The hanging up. People just bang on each other all the time, especially in like Breaking Bad when they're trying to do parlay moves, and they just all bang on each other, and it's just understood. I mean, that's like fighting words where I come from. You just bang, you don't say goodbye. Come on now. Have, have some manners. Also with the house, another one. People come, and this, is, this happens all the time on like sitcoms or whatever. People knock on the door. They, oh, what's up? Blah, blah, blah's here. They open the door. And they never close the door. The door stays open. Letting all the bugs in the house. Like, that absolutely drives me crazy. What kind of etiquette are these people doing? Like, who taught them Who taught them how to live? Shut the fucking door. You know what I'm saying? It takes one more second off the script. Give me a, give me a break. Um, these are things I, you know, I, I, that drive me crazy. Um, I have a bunch more, but I might save them for another episode, because I have a feeling I might be doing another one if these fucks don't want to do another episode anytime soon. Um, but I, I have a feeling I'm lighting the fire under their ass right now. I can't wait to see the text. I will be posting the text when they text me and say, P, what the fuck are you doing? So I can't wait for that. I'll let you preview to that. It might be the last text I ever send. It might be the last post. They might drive here and strangle me, which, you know, they definitely have every right to do, but... You know, uh, you guys want an episode? I'm going to give you an episode. Straight up and down. I was going to make this one a little bit longer, too, but I, you know, I might shorten it up. I don't think I have an hour in me. All right. All right, so we, uh, I'm not going to do the official mailbag, per se. I'm going to do the, the professor puts himself over mailbag. So if I roll to my IG, a Pablo regular, 
Let's see my man who I got here. I got uh, Mook SSHC. That's my man from Sydney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He writes, yo, that story about those souvenir Philly cups just popped me hard. At the gym, I had to stop what I was doing because I was laughing too much. Amazing. I know the feelings. I remember listening to my own podcast and laughing at the gym. Had to stop too. So I definitely don't recommend this podcast if you're trying to do anything serious because it ain't going to happen. The OG's going to pop you. Pat's going to get you. I'm going to pop you. That's, that's just how it goes. But uh, it's amazing how in Sydney that this stuff hits too. Like I, I'd be uh, I'd be flying to Sydney if there was a pandemic, but yet that shit went everywhere. So uh, Antarctica, I guess. You better you better head to that there, Moose. Uh, one more. Let's do one more. It's a nice one from my man, Mark DiPaolo Jr. Professor, I received your stickers yesterday in the mail. I just want to say, brother, thank you. Thank you all as a collective for thinking about me, man. Taking the time and spending a few dollars to send an avid fan of y'all from the super regular days and the way to now with Vinny and the podcast. Y'all have such a staple in my life. You don't know how much y'all mean to me. My birthday was actually today, bro, and I really made my whole week. It was the best gift I could have gotten. Great coincidence. Thanks for keeping the punk rock and holding it down. Maybe one day I'll cross paths with y'all. Can't wait for the podcast to be back on the regular. Make sure you bother Vin and the OG on getting back to the business. We need y'all voices more than once a year. That shit ain't acceptable, Professor. Who the fuck am I, though? Thanks, brother. You really don't know how much it meant. It popped me when I saw those fucking stickers in the envelope. Peace, bro. Thank you. Mark, I appreciate it, brother. You're lucky I was cleaning stuff out and I just happened to see like four more BSB stickers because we, we've been out. So that's why I haven't been sending them out to people. And then Paz also gave me a stack of uh, Heavy Metal King stickers. So that's why you got some of them too. Um, so yeah, you lucked out. You got the, you got probably the last BSB stickers until until we go, uh, we do another run. So once we get, if, if we get back to this week, week to week thing, going to put shirts back into the um the jnt store and we're going to put stickers back out and send them out to y'all i like sending them out to everybody basically gives me something to do with the parlor while i'm hanging out with the og on sunday just folding envelopes reaching out to heads it's it's all good but um for everybody else y'all y'all you ain't getting shit right now i'm out of stickers but uh mark much love peace 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 all right sports fans before we get to the main event my next guest needs introduction. She's my youngest daughter, Chloe. She told me about some f- stupid-ass game they're playing at school. and I, I found it super humorous as a person. As a parent, it's probably not so funny, but as a person, as a professor, I, I thought it was fucking hilarious. So I'm going to try to Skype her in now, and she can tell a stupid story real quick, and I think you're all going to kick out of it. All right, let me see if I got a hold of Chloe. Chloe, you there? Yep. Cool, cool. How you doing? Good, how are you? I'm alright. Trying to do this podcast with myself. It's not yeah. going too well. Nope. So, we were eating dinner a couple of weeks ago, and you told me that some crap went on at school about some stupid game that your kids are doing, and, and it, I was like cracking up laughing about it. So, um, can you explain to the gimmick gang? So, it's called the Shank Wars, and my group of friends, uh, they stab them each other with plastic... Uh, forks and spoons after school and during school so what's the name of this game again shank wars and how long did this run for about two weeks and it was chaos you're saying it started off like innocent and then it became chaos 
how to start innocent. Like, it was, like, they would just, like, stab each other lightly, maybe, like, during school, like, as a joke, and then it became, like, a serious sport that they would do. So they were doing it for sport at this point. Well, I mean, like, it just became, like, they were very man. serious about it, yeah. They were, like, hunting man for sport. Yeah. Hilarious. And what was what was the weapon of choice? Plastic forks and spoons. So no knives. No knives. Why is that? They do not let kids have knives at schools. Did something happen like last year, or this always no, been a rule? No, it's just it's always been a rule. Like it's like a safety hazard. And we're t- so we got no- we got forks and we got spoons. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Do we have sporks? It could be crafted if they really wanted to. So people are getting, they're going back to their cells, and then they're, 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 they're whittling away a fork to make it into a spork? Some people have done that. I've seen, like, a couple of actual shivs made out of the plastic spoon. Oh, the spoons, too. They're shiving up. Yeah. Interesting. And is this just kind of like a scrape game, or are people actually getting stabbed? I mean, like, it's plastic, but plastic can do some damage. I've seen some blood drawn. I will say. So you have seen blood? Yes. And has anybody, like, and, and is there, like, a point system? I don't know, because I did not participate in this. I watched it, but, um, yeah, I'm not really sure. So even now, after the crimes have been committed, you're still denying it, that you uh, participated? I will deny all the way. <laughs> you could ask three people, they'll say no. Oh, so you even got, you got witnesses to cooperate, clo- uh, what do you say? I do. Corroborate your story. Yeah, I do. Uh, interesting, interesting. So people are getting stabbed, and, and what what body parts could one possibly get stabbed at? Legs, arms, stomach. That's kind of where they did it. So people taking out people's Achilles heel, like in Oz. <laughs> yeah, sure. You don't know what I'm talking about, but that's fine. I, no, I do. Uh, I don't want you to. And it's not is I wouldn't say it's a full on stab, but is it more of like a scrape? To a yeah. stab? Yeah, I would say. So it started out just like, I'm going to get you, and then turned into like, I'm really going to get you. Yeah. And at what point did the school take notice to this? Somebody posted a picture on Instagram, and I liked it. And I guess somebody, somebody's kid told their mom about it, and then I guess they sent an email to the school. And somebody looked at that kid's post, they saw I liked it, took me to the office with another kid. And then we got talked to, and they tried to get us to snitch, but I'm no snitch, so I kept my mouth shut. But the other kid I was with decided to basically tell them everything, and I was really trying to get him to shut up, but he would not. That's hard. But ultimately, you got to take care of yourself. So, hey, if that person wants to die himself out, who knows what's going to happen? That That's on him or her, you know? Yep. And did you ever get shanked? No. Uh, why I not? It, I, made it, I made it obvious if somebody did touch me, they would be getting punched in the face. Was it exclusive to the boys or was it unisex? I'm the only girl in like the friend group, so it was all boys. Okay. And do, do, now that the game got disbanded, do people still have their weapons or the, everything? all the evidence got taken? They Actually, speaking of that, the day uh, we got yelled at, they took the plastic spoons and forks away from the cafeteria for like <laughs> three days. 
three days we weren't allowed to have them. You had to, if you, you would be able to ask for one, and then you would have to give it back to them after you're done, and then they would throw it out. I figure you, they may want Moroccan style. You had to use your hands for everything. Yeah. And and when when this game was hot and heavy, did people form factions, like 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 um, the Living Dead show? I don't know. <laughs> people had squads though, right? They had gangs. Yeah, there was two. Yeah, there was two teams. So the red team and the blue team. Sure. And and it was basically just. It, oh, so so, this happened during school or after school. Well, the kid said. Well, he was snitching. He said that they would randomly stab each other if they saw each other in the hallway, which I was not aware of. But it was mostly done. It was done very like largely outside of school. And would would you see a like would somebody see it coming, or you be in a, a, a crowd and all of a sudden bang, someone gets shanked? No, it would be it would be set up. Like they would mark their territory, and then they would be like, "All right, let's charge at each other." And then it would be like ten guys on ten guys, and they would just like, I don't know. It was it was stupid. It looked weird. It was like the Jets and the Shark West Side Story. Yeah, it was weird. Okay. So they would never see like one dude walking home by himself on the blue team, and the red team would roll up on him and just shank him up. I mean, I kind of wish that would happen, but no. It didn't happen. All right. So there were there was rules rules of engagement that were followed. Everybody followed it. Yeah. But yet the parents had to ruin it for everybody because nobody wants to get uh, tetanus shots everywhere. Yep. Not to mention that the blood gets on the clothes, and you know how hard it is to get blood out of clothes, and I gotta buy new stuff, and I don't want to do that. Exactly. It's a waste of money. Right. And so, the man brought the so the man brought it down, and now it's gone, and now everything's done. Yeah. Everything's disbanded. Yeah. No more red team. No more blue team. Yeah. People, people aren't looking, lurking in the bushes like, yo, we're gonna get, we're gonna start this back up again. Like, you wait and see. I mean, we don't have school for like three months, so yeah, it's dead. So I uh, yeah, so it's dead. All right, you have anything else to add? Uh, no. It is what it is. <laughs> I knew you were trying to get that in. Hilarious. All right. Well, I appreciate you uh, coming on and, and telling the gimmick gang what's going on. And what's the name of this thing again? Shank Wars. Shank Wars. We both don't advise it, but we think it was a funny story. And that's what we got to say about it, right? Yep. All right, Chloe. Thanks a lot. All right. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. So stupid. Uh, school's so stupid. Everything's so stupid. Uh, I can see the OG saying that right now. It's ridiculous. Um, all right. Here's why we're all here, people. Mr. Money Shot. What you paid your $5 admission for. It's what we're all here to see. The main attraction. Professor Pablo's Pandemic Edition. Pablo's Cheapo Tip of the Week. This ain't the... Cheapo tip of the week. This is the cheapo tip of the pandemic. This is all encompassing. So strap in. Buckle up. So right out the gate, I'm going to hit you with the biggest one here. This one I kind of said on Facebook to some people. But I, I, let's, let's, drill, let's drill into it, shall we? Perel Can't get Perel. You can't get the hand sanitizer anywhere. You can get soap, but you can't get Perel. People want to use Perel because it kills germs instantly. If you can't find Perel, you find yourself desperate, desperate, desperate. What we found out in the professor uh, laboratories 
is that you can use your own urine. That's right. Piss. Pablo's wacko, fucked up headspace. What, what's in urine is uh, ammonia, which will kill whatever. This, is, this has been since the olden days when we used to go down the shore, down Wildwood, and a jellyfish would sting you. And that's the first thing your mom and dad would say. We'd go, oh, go in the... Go into, back in the ocean, piss on yourself, piss on the womb or whatever, and, it, and the sting will go away. And it would work. I don't know why it would work, but I guess the scientists finally figured out why it works. Um, now, in doing research, you know, my two minutes of research before this episode, they're saying that it's not sterile anymore because your urethrine stuff inside your body is not the, the, as clean as they used to think. So... Top doctors are not recommending to do this, to use do this anymore. But, you know, this professor talking, it, which cheap is what works. That's the way I see it. Um, there is a caveat with this, in that only your own urine works on you. So don't go around pissing on people. Don't go around asking for piss. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not, it's not going to work. Use your brain. You know, it's not how it works. You can only use your own stuff against yourself. That's, that's, that's how that's it is. And I also don't know how to go about explaining to you people how to collect said urine, distributing it, putting it, but I don't know how to do all that. I don't know how you're going to put it on yourself. That's not for me to work out. I'm just telling you the straight up tip to you, straight up, if you want, if you want to kill this, this disease, you want to kill whatever's on your hands, you know, you're stuck on a desert island somewhere. This might work. But if you're on an island, you might be safe anyway, unless... They gave you it and then dumped you on the island. Then you're fucked, and this is what you're gonna have to do. So remember, you can only use your own. Don't go around peeing on people, even family members. Doesn't work. Doesn't work that way. It's one on one. So it's one, you to you. So you know, don't go around attacking people with bodily fluids. Is what I'm saying. And if especially if you're a truck driver. Don't go around uh, selling trucker bombs to people, you know, for like five ninety nine for a gallon trucker bomb. Like that's that it's not going to work. All right, so get it straight. No, no, no gouging. All right, I'll, I'll let you guys ease into that one for a second. Cheapo. All right, second mild one is um, <clears throat> the U.S. mail is still coming. UPS is still coming. FedEx is still coming. Amazon is still coming. So these people are providing boxes. They're providing circulars. They're providing um foods and stuff, you know, that that's coming in packaging. And if you're so much, if you have a fireplace and, you know, the electric bill's getting too high, you could use all the stuff to burn as, as fuel for your fire to keep your house warm in your fireplace. Yeah. A little bit of a couple, a couple of chemicals might come out of it, but you know, just don't be in direct, uh, smelling, don't be in direct, uh, contact with the fumes and you should be all right. If you want to get heated for cheap, it's good kindling. I, I would use it. You know, I definitely use a lot of, you know, it makes a lot of ash. So you're definitely going to have to do a lot of cleanup afterwards. That's what my wife hates when I use all this, all this junk mail for kindling. Um, and then some of the bags, like like a bread bag, once you're done using the bre- eating all the bread up, you can use that bag for like, you know, to take to work with you for, for, a, for a lunch bag. And in fact, I'm not the only idiot thinking this because Lenny DePass hit me up and he's like, pee. My wife put me on to this. Do you know about this? And first I was like insulted. Like, dude, who the fuck are you talking to? Of course, I'm the professor. I know about it. And I was like, yeah, I ride with you all day. Let's do, do the bag thing. A little Wonder Bread. Bring that to work. But it really ain't a Wonder Bread. It's something else. 
Okay. Cheapo. Next one, it's kind of in the same in the same ballpark. Clear clear your pantries out. You got spices. You got a bunch of dry goods in the back of your pantry. Take it out. Google what you could do with this thing and, and use them all. Don't throw any, any of this stuff out. You know, coriander, figure out what this coriander can use for it. Put it in a recipe or something. That all the stuff is definitely usable because you bought it at one time or got it from somebody. So figure out it. Now's the time to make recipes and, and, and use all this stuff, digest it, consume it. Don't just throw it away. And then when you're done too, you can clean your pantry out. It's another thing for you, you and your significant other to do. It's so fun cleaning the house. The dryer sheets, I think I've discussed this one before. If not, I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate. Dryer sheets are you know, there's no need for the whole dryer sheet. You get put some scissors down there and cut them in half. Use one per dry, and your, your clothes are going to be just as fine. Believe me, it's a big scam, the dryer sheet thing. Big scam. Cheapo. Um, this one's a little bit intenser, <clears throat> and I, 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 can, I can only advise a little bit, is the stock market. So the stock market's tanking, if you don't know. Almost anything you buy now, you will double your money. If you got $500, if you got $1,000, and you can, you can part with it, Meaning you could afford to lose it if I'm fucking stupid and wrong. Go in the internet. Everything's almost free now. All these stockbrokers, online brokers are free. There's ones like Robinhood that are absolutely free. And now all these other legit ones are competing with that. So they're, they're making them free too. You just throw your money in there. Pick a stock that tanked recently that you know is coming back. Like, you know, hotel, airfare, boats. I mean, all the stuff that's tanking right now, you'll... Almost, it's almost a lock that you'll you'll double your money. So th this is like the easiest way to make money right now. Now, can the market go lower? I predict that it will go lower some some things until end of quarter two, and then after quarter two, once the world gets back to, to where it is, um, you're going to see all the stock market. Re you're going to see all the markets rebound. Um, now, I buy, I buy like a lot of stocks with dividends, which means you get paid to just have the stock. So it's like free money. Some of these might not be as good and for the for, for I'd say maybe a year, year and a half. But then after that, I think everyone's going to go back to normal. The dividends are going to be good, and you're going to be making money. So for instance, the water company, I had stock in the water company. I had enough stock in that water company that they were paying me a dividend that was covering my water bill every month. So the professor hasn't paid for hasn't paid a water bill in like two years because. I was using those dividends to pay the bill. So essentially, I, I allow the water company to hold money for me, and in return for that, I get free water. I mean, it's it's freaking an idiot like me can figure it out. So can you. So if you have money to, to, to burn, which I know there are a lot of people don't, but if you're looking to, to get into the market with just a little bit and just get educated, now's the time to do it. You probably have till the summer and the summer before the fire sales are over. Um, but it's still going to be crappy for a while, so don't think you're getting an investment overnight. And of course, if you you still got to pay taxes on this shit. So if you cash out within a, a year, you pay more taxes than on if you keep a stock longer than a year. That's my uh, my five cent my five cent tour of stock market stuff. Cheapo. All right, let's see here. What else do I got? Oh, this one you're gonna love. This one too. Toilet paper. Just try to use less. That's all I'm saying. Now, if I was really in in a mood where I wanted to piss off the OG, I would say. Don't use toilet paper at all and just take a shower every day. But even he won't buy that. That's what I would recommend the doer say. Just saying it now out loud makes me laugh of how upset he would be at this. 
Um, but Paz would definitely buy it because he, he knows my deranged mind and that I probably have done it and will do it again in the future. But this one's a little ridiculous as far as the shower is concerned. But the toilet paper, you definitely, you really have to f- roll four times around your hand before you wipe. Just wipe, wipe with the most minimal as possible and then wash your hands. That's all. This also ties into the flushing of the toilet. Like, do you really need to flush this toilet five times a day? Experts estimate, meaning me, that every time you flush a toilet, it costs 49 cents of water. So what, if you could save that much a day, three times a day, times how many toilets you have, I mean, I can't even do the math. Literally, I can't do the math. That's how stupid I am. But I know it's saving money. So if you could just let this shit ride all day, if you, if you're, if you have enough, if you have two toilets too, maybe, maybe designate one for number two and the other one for number one and... That one you don't you flush maybe every twenty four hours. That's that's my I mean that's going to save you money. Now I am going to I'm going to give one stipulation. There's one there's one exception to the rule, and that's for one person, and that person's Aunt Flo. So for the ladies, if Aunt Flo's in town, I'd say maybe she gets a pass, right? She gets definitely gets a pass. But if you can hold out maybe two flushes instead of instead of one, like I don't know how many how many how many uh, wardrobe changes you guys do a day. But if you could do like it every two flushes, two flush, you know, instead of every flush, every two or four, two, you know what I'm saying? If you could make it, you know, flush every two times every time, you know, you're saving a little bit of money and it's not getting too disgusting in there. That is the Pablo Cheapo pandemic edition of the tip of the day. Pablo's cheapo tip of the pandemic. That's all I can say. That's all. That's all. That's all I can say. I'm working for you. I'm working every day. Lab, the laboratory never closes. We're open just like all these people trying to find the, the COVID 52 virus solution. We're, we're open all day trying to figure this stuff out. So when I got more, I'm going to give you more. I was trying to make, not to make jokes at all on social media because I knew this thing would fucking get more serious. And I'm not going to do conspiracy theories now, maybe in the next episode. But I knew it was going to get more serious. And that's why I didn't want to make jokes. I knew somebody's, I knew was blah, blah, blah. I was going to, you know, two degrees of separation where I was going to die from it. And the boss of my previous job, he was in Spain, came home, got a call saying his sister just died from it in Spain. So is it like two to two, three degrees of separation? Yes, but. I knew so. That's why I was like, trying to make not make any jokes. Everybody's trying to be lighthearted on social media, and I just knew this fucking thing was more serious than it was. But um, I do believe we have to little, a little bit of humor. So I'm gonna throw a little bit. I threw a little bit at you with the Pablo Chipo tip. All right, recommendations again. It's gonna be a bullshit one. I'm not gonna give you an official one because you know until my boys are back and we're doing an official episode, you're not gonna get that. But my recommendation is taking a walk. My my wife comes home from work. She says, let's go. I, I switch out my clothes. And we, we just walk the neighborhood. Um, we don't in, interact with anybody else. If we see somebody walking in the opposite direction, another nice couple, we'll just simply go across the street and we all smile and wave. Everybody knows what the deal is. No one's trying to be rude. But um, you're cooped up in the house. You definitely need some fresh air. Um, as far as I know, this virus is not airborne. So don't worry about it. But you definitely need to get out. you got to move your body. I know you can't go to the gym. Unless you got like a speakeasy gym going on. Even that I wouldn't go to. Um, but I mean, I lost uh, about eight pounds just doing this. It's great. 
fresh air. You get to talk with your, your significant other without any distractions. I don't even bring the phone. How you like that? Don't even bring the phone. Just go for a walk. You do. We do like 35, 45 minutes. See what else is going on. See what other idiots are out that shouldn't be out. And that's it. So that, my friends, is, is Pablo's recommendation. All right, so let me wrap it up. I've said enough. We are planning a new episode real soon. Like super soon. We're going to get it together. I promise. Hopefully this lit a fire under their asses. Get them going. Because I, you know, I can't. Whatever I say, they don't listen to me. You know, you guys have been listening to that for three years. What I say, in one ear, right out the other. Fuck Pablo. So, I have a feeling we're going to be back real soon after this. Um, I miss you guys. We miss you guys. We miss we miss doing the do. We miss we miss doing this thing. We love it. Um, we will return with Dear Vin. We will return with the Word Association. We will return with dope recommendations. We will return with the mailbag. So keep sending all all the stuff, all the stuff you want to send. Keep commenting, writing reviews, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm going to dedicate this episode to all my daily contacts on Twitter. That's Luis Powers, Chris X, Fro Davola, Chris Paul, Frankie Fazer, Wee Ryan, my man in Oregon. That's GVA Junior seventy seven, Dynamite Kid, and Down Under Gene Benyard. Y'all guys, we just keep it going. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we might be back with Biz Talk. I know Jeff put it on the list. It's it's not on the list. It's it's it ain't being talked about. But Matt Hardy and Vanguard One Jordan AEW was amazing. Jericho is doing a really good job. Hopefully, we'll see my favorite, Senior Benjamin. If he makes it, I'm in. I will definitely be talking biz talk by myself if Senior Benjamin comes back. Um, former W, former formal man, I can't say it right. Former WWE NXT and friend of the show, Bull James sent me a nice birthday wish on my birthday back in January. Um, he's wrestling like crazy. He's got. He just signed a gimmick to do. Uh, to be in a video game, I can't wait to see that. Um, we could also, for Biz Talk, talk about heads wrestling in front of no audience. Do people like that or no? Do they want nothing? Do you want a CGI audience? So I think I think we're going to have some tough to talk about with Biz Talk. Um, we'll see. We'll see. If, if the OG's in a good mood, maybe we'll get him to talk about it. But if we're not, then hey, I mean, you know you know the deal. He ain't going to talk about it if you don't want to talk about it. Um. And if you made it to the, if you made it this far, uh, pat yourself on the back because it was uh, it's definitely a rough episode. It's definitely easier to do it with two other bros, um, but I felt in these in these strange times I had to come out and I had to, to in the, in these in these crazy times I had to give the people something. I took it upon myself, and I went to, you know tell Paz and the OG, let's go, let's get on it. I gotta rattle some cages. If that's what I gotta do sometimes, then that's what I'm gonna do. You know? So we'll see. Alright, on that note, I'm out of here. Crip Planet, take us out this bitch. Papa Andy forever. Who wants it? Burn us up. Kill it down. Murder us. We ain't never heard of y'all. But y'all niggas heard of us. Off the hook. Merciless. Got him shook. Got him nervous. Operation lockdown. Got these rooks out of service. Top shelf. Sipping steady. Soul snatcher. Hit him heavy. Toe tagging. Shit is deadly. They ain't proper with my fetty. Louisville slugger. Swinger. Razor edge. Cut a nigga. Bottom feeders under rivers. Never coming up with dinner. Never eating. Barely breathing. Never close. Keep him reaching. Out of sight. Out of mind. I don't even think I see him. Same game. Different lane. Always got to keep. Switching, rad racer 3D, always fucking with your vision.
religion Worry about what he do, what he did, what he did Fuck your life, I keep it thorough Pussies need to mind their business Work hard, hustle harder I'ma always go and get it Beats, rhymes, and life flow and lyrics I'm so committed Super bitch, swoop down Black cape, black boots Bust through the red tape Ponytail, tracksuit Doing what I do best New heads, clueless Wanna test the waters Now they hold shoe wet Now they hold crew wet Make them all two-step Slide to the left Watch them shuffle like Cuban uh, Your army is no match for mine We masters of the universe I'm the mastermind Voltron, I'm hatting them Wild beasts, I'm patting them Watch through your towns With pharaohs and veterans Dark side redding them Hollywood like Kevin them Lyricists lounge Then stroll down the letterman uh, You say you in the building But we level in They looking like Oh shit, who let the devil in? Who got minutes on they phone? We need a reverend. Ain't even get to see they kids, so we bury them. The warning. The warning. Receive, receive with caution. The warning. The warning. The warning. We, 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 we all in. Vividly, my pen pink pictures of the struggle. Born out the belly of the beast in the jungle. Last year, I broke rhymes smoother than cashmere. My man, son, Jameer, got back for eight years. Round here, niggas don't brown bag their beards. OGs got gray hairs, but they still be out there. Accepting street life as their permanent careers. And of course, there's a lack of respect for the force. The game is you gotta get paid by any cost. The bodega gospel, coke in his nostril. Foul like a postal, the damage it clocks. I'm that, the physical form of raw rap These rich niggas broke now, their fortunes got broke down Keep a shank on me just in case I got a broke round Shame for round, there's no time for jokes, clown Only a law could judge me, fuck Joe Brown Same as it ever was, back like we left something Blood on them Louis V aprons when I chef something Cooking with that cooker tuck, beast niggas look em up Leave the game shooken up, tell your hooker hook it up Promoter niggas put us up, the highest of them high rises Take your team under, like Tombstone Power drive, use your own style. Obviously, I'm a foul rhymer. I'ma beat the child out you to the bars out of pocket. Till the game out of stock it. Yeah, dog, I'm out of pocket. Let me show you how to lock it. Lock, load, aim, cock it. Live with this insane logic. Yeah. Then I'm God's prophet, but I'll take God if it profits. Man, my brain toxic. I can get the game popping while I get the bottles popping. All I do is dumb shots. Fuck ice, not an option. Had to call Ryder Rock. I'm got black to block your shot and dump it off like John Stockers. I'm a fucking goblin. The warning. 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 We all in. The warning. 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 The warning.